What's up, guys? It's your boy Chad here from Defund Simping. <laughs> just say I'm a businessman. And you don't realize that's the most Prince phrase yeah. he could probably yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a businessman. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we do it. Exactly. <laughs> hey, this is Prince. I'm a businessman. That's what I call myself. And yeah. Damn right he is. I'm still in Cooper. I am a retired uh, porn star who helps guys in the bedroom. That's what I do. Yeah, my name is uh, Logan DeWong, and I've been uh, helping guys for the past three years with my podcast, YouTube videos, um, self-improvement, all that stuff. So. Beautiful. Love it. So the first topic I want to talk to these guys about is I saw a tweet, and it talked about how, especially with TikTok, because the algorithm is showing it to them. Before with YouTube, if you didn't if with YouTube, it shows you videos you watch, right? So if you watch a lot of, I don't know, sports, it just shows you sports. So to find Rolo Tomasi, you have to legit go looking for him. YouTube wouldn't just put, you, put Rolo on your homepage. But with TikTok, people are scrolling through and seeing Myron. They're seeing Justin, yourself. And they're being exposed at a very young age to, I guess, the realities of the world. So my question to the, to the panel is, do you think when young guys, 14, 15, 16, find, you know, the RP, the truth, we're going to call it too soon. Is that a positive a detriment or is kind of middle in the, in the middle? You know? I think because you when you mentioned this off camera before, you said like there was the argument was uh, something along the lines of like guys need some kind of trauma first. Yeah. Particularly to, to even be able to apply like the stuff that yeah. people are trying to sure, teach sure. them, right? Absolutely. To have any kind of context yeah. to understand like the, the self-help lesson in the first place, right? Absolutely. Um, I, I, I understand what that this they're saying with that mm-hmm. point. That does make sense to me. But I just think that you're going to get trauma anyway as a guy. Like, it's, I mean, I, I, I don't like the word like trauma because yeah. it, like it's got, it's got all these fucking connotations with yeah, like <laughs> blue haired feminists and shit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, my fucking daddy, trauma, my, my, trauma. my daddy didn't love me. <laughs> that kind of crap. Fuck off. Yeah. But like, you're going to have that as a guy anyway because the world ain't fair. The world's going to throw bullshit at you anyway. Like, if you're just like if you're trying to start a if you're starting a business, <laughs> trust me, you're going to get some drama thrown your way anyway. Like, nothing's going to be easy for you. Nothing's going to be a layup. It's not going to be just laid out for you anyway. So you're going to get... I think you will get those learning lessons anyway just by (laughs) living life as a guy. Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, it's fantastic. And I'll tell you one thing. I actually think a lot of kids in America are already traumatized. So, funny enough, you know, we were talking with the dude uh, at your event. Like, I started giving him advice about how he should live his life. Basically, his parents were trying to force him to get this shop, and they don't have enough staff, so that's why they effectively using us like slave labor. He's, he's got to work for free. Yeah. And he's like, out of shape. I'm like, bro, like, you need to start like doing shit. And he literally started crying in the middle of the night. Like, he started crying. And I, I, I was telling him, yeah, well, like, you traumatized. Like, your parents are traumatizing you, right? And uh, that's fucked up. You're like, you got to change your life. And I think, actually, that's exactly the reason why people should hear the self-improvement as, as early as possible because, like Sterling said, you're going to have trauma anyway, but you got to learn how to navigate the trauma, right? You're going to get your heart broken. You're going to have fucking... You're going to go broke a couple of times before you get rich. And uh, if you have, like, mentors, people telling you and guiding you, like I had them, then you got to be way more successful and learn from your mistakes instead of just fucking... You know, there's... You can learn from trauma. You can, like just get worse. And if you don't have the guidance and the self-improvement, I think you're going to miss out a lot. Yeah, I mean, even if you tell all the dudes, like, hey, like, this is, this is what's going to happen to you if you date a girl with daddy issues. This is what's going to happen to you if you date girls who have all these red flags. If they've never done it, 
it's very hard for them to resonate. Like I could tell dudes, literally the goals, like, like we were saying, like he can't resonate though. Like we could tell dudes um, every little red pill fact. Like we give him Rolo Tomasi's book, but if, if he's never experienced any of those heartbreaks or hardships, he's not gonna resonate with it. He's not gonna value that information. So it's kind of like, dude, you have to learn the hard way. And most guys do learn the hard way eventually. Um, and, and that's the cool thing though, is by speaking your truth to the world, even though they might not listen now, when they do learn the hard way, they're gonna look back and be like, wow, Logan, Sterling, Prince, and Defund Simping fucking told me this years ago, but I didn't listen. And they'll come back to you. So that's the cool thing. It, it's the, uh, I think I told you this analogy last time we were talking, like the red pill is like a suppository. Like the pill that goes up your butt. Yeah. And the, the older you get, the bigger the suppository is. Yeah. Oh, so like okay. if you're a young guy, it's like it's a tiny little suppository. Boop, not that big a deal. Yeah. If you're like a six-year-old man and you learn this stuff, ah, yeah. suppositories like this. True. You know, it becomes a lot harder to accept all these truths because you've spent your whole life with a with a worldview that's completely inaccurate. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's just like you're trying to resist against the truth, really. Absolutely. And one thing I'll say too. Uh, they say you can't really RP your friends. And the reason why they say that is because they have to experience it. You know, there's a guy right now hating on Myron, hating on Justin, yourself, look at these tools, blah, blah, blah. Then they go through it and go, wait a minute, they were right, right? So it almost, it almost sometimes, it almost takes the trauma for it to happen. Because if you were to tell me when I was 16 that, yo, like you can't be a girl's friend first. So you have to, you have to, it's romantic from the jump or there's no way. I go, no, you're wrong, it's fine. Like I'll get my day one day, right? One day it's gonna come. <laughs> and then it, when it never comes, you're like, dude, like they were right. I didn't wanna accept the fact that I have to be a lot more upfront and be more selfish. I thought those were bad traits to have. Mm -hmm. But you know, um, so I, for me, I wouldn't have taken the RP well if I found it at 15 or 16. Ever. Yeah, and I, I gotta say to yeah. that, like at the end of the day, life is chess and the better foresight you have, the better you perform at life. And you don't always have to like go through a mistake to realize it's True. a mistake if you did it. True. And honestly, the most successful young guys I know, because like I know guys that are fucking 18, buying Rolexes, yeah. like they're 21, they got like girls loving them, loyal girlfriends, or like a six-year-old guy who's like, I've never experienced that. Yeah. And they're already doing that at such a young age, it's because they had foresight yeah. and they had mentors guiding them and showing them what is possible. So I actually tell people it's good to learn from other people's mistake. You don't yeah. always have to fuck up. Yeah. Like yeah. life is about, I would say life sometimes is about like how little you fucked up. You don't want to be like <laughs> 25 and be like, oh shit, I still can't even get a girlfriend. You yeah. want the shit handled before you're like 20, you know, okay, I can like get girls, you know, I know how to like seduce a woman and you know, I've already been in the gym, I'm already building myself. And now I'm like in my twenties and I can like start making money. You don't want to like do that when you're 40 years old and you got off the divorce, and now you fucked, and you have kids, and it's harder, and the, what do you call it, the suppository? <laughs> the red pill suppository. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, 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 I would say it's good if it's as small as possible, because then you're just ahead of other people. Gotcha. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's, it's so much easier if you learn these good habits at a younger age, because then they become habitual, it becomes ingrained, it becomes second nature. Yeah. It's not something you're thinking about doing, it's just something you are now. Gotcha. And then it's, it's you figure the shit out at like 18, 20, whatever. That's fine. Man, like your life's so easy, but like everything becomes so much simpler yeah. moving forward. You don't have this like pain point that's just nagging in the back of your head if you're in your thirties or forties. Yeah. yeah, most guys have to learn the hard way, but I think if you're if you're smart enough and very few guys can do this, which is looking at other people's mistakes, like even your own, your own parents, like wow. But you have to be super aware. Like you, you have to be self-aware and then be aware of others to see like 
hey, my parents were fucking up. This is what my dad did wrong. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to learn the hard way like my dad, right? And go through this divorce, lose the money, lose the kids, all that shit, right? So it's, it's very hard, but it's very rare for kids or people in general to learn from other individuals. But that's why it's super important to have friends that you trust and people that actually have learned the hard way. So when they tell you, like, bro, do not do this, like, okay, I'm not going to experience it. And I trust my friend because I saw him go through that hardships. I felt it through him. I do not want to do that. Or I do not want to experience that either. So it's like, but it's very rare that happens. Gotcha. So I guess my piggyback question to that is yeah. if you guys are all, just a question to everybody, to have a son, at what age do you have that talk with him, you know, about like the realities of when it comes to self-improvement in women? What age, roughly? I mean, maybe you want to talk on that because you, you're like in the age now where, I mean, I want to have kids soon, but like, I guess like you are like yeah. a little bit further. Like, what would you say? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've actually, I've actually watched um, a friend of mine, <clears throat> I've watched a friend of mine kind of do exactly this. Okay. And he didn't do it by like sitting down and having a talk with his son. He did it very cleverly through like, he may, every time something, he, when, he, when he's, let's say the news is on and the TV's on or whatever and he's sitting in the house with his kid, anytime some programming or propaganda comes through, mm. he turns to his son, he's, do you see what they just did there? Yeah. He's making his son aware of all the pro the negative conditioning and the negative programming that's being thrown at him constantly right. and and lo and behold his son now points that shit out in his classes nice. yeah. in school now he, yeah. he's questioning his teacher and shit yeah. but yeah. it's but it didn't it wasn't like a sit down talk like and this is an all-encompassing yeah. here's red pill bang it's it's making him aware of like isn't that silly in that movie what that that tiny woman is beating up that really big strong man that would never happen would it son yeah. no it wouldn't dad like it's because it, all, all you're doing is making the kid like stopping him from being brainwashed. Yeah. You're really just pointing out the obvious truths to the kid. Yeah. And I think and, and kids are kids are smart. They'll, yeah. they'll they figure that shit out real quick. Yeah. But if you, it's a it's sort of a deliberate conscious effort of like pointing out the programming as it's coming in, right. so that it never gets to him in the first place. Yeah. Also having super supportive parents that support those those beliefs already. Like for me, my dad. Like I got in trouble one time in science class in high school because. These girls came into the class and they're like, yeah, there's, there's more than two genders. And I rose my hand, I'm like, no, there, there's only two genders. And I got in trouble. They were like, yeah, we're going to suspend you. You're going to go to principal's office. I texted my dad, I'm like, I'm going to get suspended. He's like, for what? I'm like, because I said there's two genders. And I like, was arguing with the teacher. He's like, good job. I was expecting him, right, to be like, oh, shit, like, you're going to get suspended. But he's like, no, good job. Yeah. So that's so, something that is super important. It's like, if your parents are not even behind you on like, what you're doing, like, bro, that's going to be super hard because you're not, you're not only against the world, like your parents are against you, your friends are against you, no, your friends are willing to stand up for you. It's like, fuck, now you're against everyone. So it's super hard to get out of that. So that's like, if you're a parent, like support your kids, like even getting in trouble. Like if I have a kid and he gets in trouble for doing some, some shit, I'm like, hell yeah, good job. If my kid got in trouble for getting into a fight at school, I would yeah. pat that motherfucker on the back and be like, right. well done. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right, what'd you throw? A one, two? Was it lacrosse? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, what, what are you doing, bro? Like, <laughs> replay it to me. <laughs> yeah. I want to support that because that wasn't like, that was something I missed out on when I was a kid. Yeah. I didn't get like that kind of encouragement about my physicality yeah. as a young man. And I had to learn that later on in my life. You know, and that's a big problem. Yeah, so when I got canceled, like when, when they came for my, my family, they came, people came over my mom's job over my TikTok videos. It was crazy. And my mom called me during the midst of everything happening. She goes, what's going on? And you know how like, your parents call you, ask you what's going on? It's like, do you, do you, snitch, do you snitch on yourself? And like, or do they, you let them kind of tell you, this is what's going on. So I was like, oh, uh, I don't know what's going on. It's like, why is there people at my job harassing about your TikTok? I'm like, oh, shit, okay. But she said, what's the video? What did you say? And I told her. She goes, you know what? 
I support him. I was like, damn. Like, that moment was huge for me because if she shit on me in that moment, I may not even be here right now. Like, as far as, like, making content, you guys. I may have folded. Because yeah. my mom's against me. The, what I thought the word was, which is, like, the, actually a silent majority, you know, is against me. I felt like I couldn't, I couldn't make content. But my mom's behind me. It made me feel very good in that moment. Yeah, what, what I would say is also extremely important, and I just say this from experience, is like leading by example. Yeah. I, I think young men have a natural instinct to look up to strong figures, strong alpha males, yeah. right? And if you lead by example, your son is going to naturally start want to emulate you. He's going to want yeah. to emulate you because, you know, he's going to see you as Superman, yeah. right? He's going to see, okay, his dad is out there, like actually walking the talk. And having respect from people. So I think it's super important. And I say, I say this from experience because, you know, I, I do coach people. You know, I, I teach people how to make more cash. And uh, they naturally start asking me, like, hey, Prince, how do you actually do this in your life? Actually, how do you actually do that? Like, how do you see this? And, and the reason they ask me is, is simply because they think, all right, Prince is further ahead than me. You know, he has the things that I want out of, out of life. So let me just ask him and let me just emulate him. And I think that's how most men actually learn. They just look up to someone that they respect. They look up to some. That's why I think it's super important for young men to have mentors. Right? I agree. I had mentors, right? Like even, you know, a lot of guys that I've looked up to, I just imitated them, right? And that's how I learned the things I learned because I just imitated their behavior and it was, it was complimentary and it worked. So I, I think... You don't necessarily have to tell yourself, all right, no, you got to do this. You gotta, because he's actually not going to listen to you. He's going to like watch what you do and just imitate it subconsciously. So if he sees, all right, cool, you're a strong figure and you're walking the talk and you know, you're an example, she's gonna, I think he's just going to start emulating subconsciously. Gotcha. And so now is the next topic I want to talk to you, to you guys about was, do you think just because a guy went to Berkeley, has a, an amazing job, has a great physique, that women are just gonna just catapult into his life effortlessly, or you think it's it, you, there's still more self improvement because he has the looks, decent decent looks, he's Asian shape, you know he has you know has some status, he's a doctor, so he meets women. I'm a doctor, definitely raises some eyebrows. He has the money, so looks, money, status. But do you think that equals women all the time having those three things? No. <laughs> Short answer is just no. Okay. Uh, like I, I went I went to college with guys like this, like six, literally six foot six. Doctor, yeah. good-looking guy, in shape, hitting the gym all day, couldn't get laid to save his life. Yeah. Super insecure about it. Ended up, actually ended up marrying a girl who treated him like a piece of shit as well. Um, it was horrible. Uh, but, it, and all of his friends tried to warn him about it. Yeah. But it's not like... It's not just those three things. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really agree with the, the statement of like, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're the perfect product, yes. then women will just instantly come yeah. to you. Um, which is a bit, which is different from say status, okay. right? And I'll make a distinction there, because there's two things. Like dating is is it's a combination of product and marketing. Ah, I love the marketing, <laughs> right? Because you need to like if you could be the best product in the world, like that guy, right? Okay, Berkeley doctor, whatever, yeah, jacked, shape, shape, whatever, all this stuff. Okay, your product is amazing, but if no one knows about it, you ain't selling shit. Yeah, true. So like you need the marketing side of things, yeah. and, my, and in my opinion, like marketing is, in, well, especially in these days, yeah, is basically it, what you would, what you'd, yeah. you'd, you would call like game. You'd call yeah, it like yeah. understanding Instagram and how that works in the dating yeah. marketplace, understanding how to create a good dating app profile. 
all these things. Um, and like status, as we kind of perceive it to be, like being like a minor celebrity or something, yeah, sure. having some clout, yeah. is really just a form of marketing. Yeah, it's yeah. all it is. It's yeah. just getting eyeballs on you, getting attention on you, right? Because women, women are attracted to the the women are attracted to the guy that everyone else is paying attention to. Sure, that's facts. That's it. Go, go to any go to any event. Like you go to a, if you go to like a nightclub. Why does the DJ get laid? Because everyone's fucking looking at the DJ. Why do bartenders get laid? At, at a club or at a bar, because everyone's security guys, because everyone's deferring authority to them, paying attention to them. That's what status is. Status is just like big. You're you on a big fucking billboard going down the highway, and everyone's paying attention to it. You know. Absolutely. So I don't think. Yeah, you can, like I'm not saying don't make yourself into a great product. Course, Obviously, do that because then you're much. It's much easier for someone to buy a good. Pro- everyone wants to buy a Lamborghini. True. People want to buy a Ferrari. They're not. They're like they have to be sold on buying a Toyota no. Corolla. Yeah. Right, so if you like make the product good, but you, you if you don't have the ability to market yourself and sell yourself to the opposite sex in the first place, and this does also include being like having the gift of the gab, being yes. able to like, charm a woman, yes. being able to walk up to a girl and charm her. Like, if you don't have that, you are going to be frustrated in your life because you're going to be running around being like, I did all the things I was told to do. Yeah. I, I I got in shape. I made all the money. I did all this. Where's the pussy? Yeah. Why <laughs> is it? Why isn't it? Why isn't that woman jumping on my cock from yeah. across the room? What's going on? You've been because that's just not how the world works, man. Sure. Yeah, that, that's actually a super smart way to put it. Like the marketing, right? A lot of guys don't understand. You need to build the marketing as well. And the way I tell guys is literally: Do you think you're going to get laid if you don't ask as many chicks as possible the simple question: Hey, do you want to hang out? Hey, you want to come to my place? I would say like the, the more you ask the question, the more you're actually like marketing like that, the, there's a direct correlation how much pussy you get. It, it's, very, it's actually that simple. If you're only asking out like two girls a month, you will not get laid. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing actually to your question, so a lot of people like say money, like what was it? Money, money looks status. status. Yeah. But there's one thing that a lot of the people miss and I call it like the, the secret ingredient, which is like you swag factor. A lot of these people have yeah, too much that. nerd energy. I call it nerd energy yeah. because you talk to them and you can just you can just see he's like kind of, kind of nerdy, dorky. Yeah. He just doesn't have swag. Because he went to Berkeley, <laughs> he, he, he can code a computer, but he comes talking to, to a woman. Yeah. He just can't relate. Can, can you just like sit down, be cool, talk yeah. to a chick, and like invite her over to his place? Hey, you know, you want to come over? And like, hey, what are we gonna do? Yeah, just we can just talk and just you know yeah. uh, like, continue the conversation. Adding on to that point, like. I don't want guys to think that like it's it's bad to be like a nerd and be smart and actually learn shit because yeah. you know as a good example I also know knew it, went to a college with a guy yeah. and I, for some reason surgeons seem to have a lot of fucking swag about them I don't know why uh-huh. um, but all like the couple of guys that I knew they ended up becoming they would so one guy six foot six doctor couldn't get pussy other guy probably like yeah my height a little bit actually a little bit shorter than me I think still jacked but he had fucking swag he ended up being a surgeon. He got pussy like left, right, and center. But it's that it's. But he's still technically like you could call him a nerd. He's a fucking doctor. Like he sit there. He went to medical school for like five years, or whatever, right? Yeah. But he's. It's that that energy, that swag of like. It's just your ability to 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 you know charm a woman's panties off and having confidence in yourself. Yeah, it's just as cool. Yeah, it, and you you can be you can be like. An expert in anything, mm-hmm. and you can still have that swag. I know engineers who are swag, who have swag. I know lawyers who have swag. I know doctors who have swag. I know plumbers who have swag. I know, like, I, I don't care what you do. You can still come across as a charming guy. It's got it, what what you technically do is completely irrelevant. I mean, there's even broke dudes who swag and they pull totally, totally. I'm way more vicious than all these. I mean, I'll tell you guys one so. thing. I'm the biggest nerd, probably even on this panel. Probably, maybe even even Sterling, but. Like, I have a degree in mathematics and information systems. I'm the biggest, 
I graduated with magna cum laude. That's like one of the highest True. Uh, it's the, academic, uh, academic uh, achievements. titles, achievements yeah. Yeah. that you can get. I'm like total nerd. I always got like A's in classes. I got like academic scholarships. So what he's saying is completely right. But you even have a degree in the chemistry. Yeah, heard, double right? degree in chemistry, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But still, like, like you said, it's super good. It's fine if you're like a nerd. If you're just smart, that's fine. But you still got to have the coolness about yourself and the swag and the confidence. And that's what I mean if I say nerd energy. Like, you know, nerd yeah. energy is like the guy, you know, never talks to anyone. Like, oh, I'm nervous. Uh, like, you know, yeah. that's what I mean. And also, too, let's say you take a guy who's, you know, kind of has the nerd energy. He's on a date with a woman. He will probably end up sitting there talking about, oh, yeah, so built this computer and has this process where the girl's just like, I don't give a F. You know what I mean? Mm. He can't really talk to the woman, like, get to know her well. Because mm. he's so, he'll, all his conversations are with his employees. And it's like, he's, it's always focused on, like, his work. So he gets to a date. It's almost almost all about him. And girls hate it when you sit there and just buy about your accomplishments. Because they, they don't really care. You know what? Another, I think another good way of looking at that nerd energy versus yeah. swag Think of it like the predator versus the prey. Yeah. Are you, are you, do you come across as like the lion or the gazelle? Yeah. Are, exactly. you, are you skittish and nervous and like apprehensive and anxious? Yeah. That's, a, that's a gazelle or a zebra on like the African plane. That's yeah, the yeah. energy that, that the prey gives off. Exactly. And, a, and a, a woman, if a woman gets their energy off of a guy, well, that's not someone she wants to be around. That's not someone she's attracted to. Yeah. But if he give if he gives off the predator energy, and I don't mean like sexual predator. Yeah. I mean you know, <laughs> I mean <laughs> someone who can like an animal that can provide and protect for its you know for its mm-hmm. for its own for its pack. Yeah. That's the kind of energy that creates that swag. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's why like I tell people like you don't want to like you always want to have even the way you look. You want to seem like you have some swag about yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Like. You know, if you dress yourself, like, I, I give an example, right? I could, like, just button my shirt, like, all the way here now, right? Yeah. And, you know, it would just give a, a different type of energy. Like, sure. you know, like, if I put it like this, it just seems more confident. It just seems more cool, right? Sure. Like, sterling, right? He has good style, right? Yeah. Open body language, you know? Sitting up, you know, correctly. It just looks confident. So, I think what a lot of guys, these guys miss, and I've been there, actually, before, because when I was young, I started improving my style. And I was like, okay, I was, like, 16. I was like, okay... Let me just improve my style. I'd get more chicks because I, I look better, right? I agree. But then, like, I wasn't getting more chicks. I remember me and my friend we were like, "Bro, we like way more stylish. Why? why like, we, we thought like, okay, double the style, double the pussy. <laughs> it didn't happen. So, so, but then we're like, yeah, because we just like need to like work on our presentation, the way we like talk to the girls, you know, yeah, true. The, like asking out more chicks, right? Just not being, you know, like just having, just being more cool, being more, having more swag, you know, having edge about yourself. And, and I think that's what a lot of these guys miss, and, and they don't work on that. And they just think, okay, I have money, I have uh, looks, you know, I'll be fine. But a chick is never just going to come up to you and just talk to you anyway. So you just got to go up to the chick, present yourself a cool way, hey, how are you, talk to her, get a number, ask her out, you know, go on another date, have some chill conversation, and maybe ask her home to your place. And uh, just to piggyback off what he said about marketing, you know, guys will DM me on Instagram, hey, man, I'm struggling with dating. And I guess their profile, it's like a Black Lives Matter square. Uh, a, pitch, a picture of him and like 10 of his homeboys and then him maybe like on a hike but it's the back of his head it's like a mile away it's like dude like when a girl gets to your profile it's like how well you're marketing your product yeah. you get to his page you see him all over the world legit Frankfurt Ibiza it's like it shows you he's a world traveler he has good style he hangs out with people with status so it makes his status even higher um, cool photos of him doing fun things jet skis Lambos it's like he looks like a fun guy yeah. and a lot of people struggle with that where it's like their instagram page is just just kind of flat kind of boring mm. but it's like this i tell guys this if you're really good at cold approaching girls 
You don't even need an Instagram. But if you're reliant, if you're reliant on Tinder, Hinge, and cold DMs, you have to put yourself in the best light. Yeah, you can't, you have to, you, you got two pick options man. to take, right? Yeah, true. Pick, pick yeah. one, man. Either, either like, man, grab your balls and go talk Walk to a chick yeah. Yeah. and make that your fucking, that's your, your funnel, that's, that's your lead source, right? <laughs> or, I'm looking at, I'm just looking at like business, man. Yeah, that's your funnel. Or learn how, learn how to compose a good photo Make a photo look really, and you you do this for you do this very very well, yeah. obviously because it's yeah, kind, of, kind, of, yeah, kind of your skill set, right? Yeah, skill set, yeah. But like, I didn't really know how to do that style. I had to learn that skill set, like you especially got it you there. got it now, right? But once you get it, it's a muscle. It's like, oh, that's that's a good frame for a photo. That's what looks good. This will make like this is what makes my life look interesting. And you can tell, I guarantee you can tell this too. You look at a guy's profile, look at his Instagram or whatever. You're like, that photo looks posed. That looks posed. That looks posed. Like they're awkward. And if I can tell, if I can tell that, a chick can definitely tell that. Yeah. And she could, like, he looks stiff, awkward, like he's, he's not, this wasn't a candid moment. Yeah. And it's the art of being able to, like, simulate a candid photo, if that makes sense. It's tough. It's, it's, it's a skill set. But once you learn that skill set, then, then it becomes, like, then creating a good profile or a good Instagram becomes, like, second nature. Absolutely. I'm wondering though, like, let's say like this six foot uh, or six foot six doctor, doctor. Yeah. I don't mean to, I don't mean to keep pick, picking on this guy. Okay. But, <laughs> but, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I hope you ain't watching. Let's say there's this guy and he has all these like you know he said he said all these achievements that people say that you need in order to get the woman, but he's still struggling. Like what what would you say like what would you tell him the first thing that he should like actionably do in order to improve? Like what would you tell them actually? Shit, man. I don't think there's one thing. There's not one thing that's going to fix him. You know, like I mean, he probably he should have started by just walking up to chicks on the street and saying hi, because he was he actually had an insecurity about his height. Um, About his height? He was insecure about it. Yeah. yeah. Like what? Like in the reverse? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like too tall. Again, I don't mean pick on. Yeah. (laughs) Well, one thing I hope he's. I really hope. I genuinely hope he's happy. Um, But but that's like. Like, where, what scares you the most? What are you most insecure about? Like, is it, like, does the idea of walking up to a chick and saying hi actually terrify you as a man? It's probably the first thing you should fucking do. Like, you're, I forget who, um, where this quote came from. I think it came from The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. I can't remember that book. Continue. And it's got something to do with, like, the idea of resistance. Resistance, yep. This is correct. The concept of resistance is, like, resistance is what, like, your brain actually telling you where you should be dedicating your energy and your focus. Uh, like, think about, like, if you, if you go, you know, you've you got your work schedule, you've got all these things, your, your to-do list, all the things you need to do. What's the one thing you consistently put off? Every task, day, every day you keep putting it off. But it might not even be the hardest task. It might be the task that makes you, like, you have to think deeply. Yes. Or you have yeah. to think, like, it's, it requires some creativity. It's yeah. uncomfortable. That resistance towards work is probably the first thing you need to be doing every sure. day. Right, that resistance. If you see that pretty girl and you're intimidated, that's the resistance. It's like a you use it as like a compass to point you where you should be spending your time and your energy. Yeah, true. I think it's important. You know, I tell guys, um, the guys out there who struggle with approaching girls, I think the approach when guys think of approach, it's walk up to her, hey, what's your name? That's that's an approach. However, I tell guys, okay, be at the bar, have your back to it, have your elbows on it, right? I say a girl walks up to order a drink. Just look at her. How's your night going? How's your night? And And Look away. She goes, oh, great. How about you? Got it. Now you turn to her, have a conversation. But she goes, how's your night going? She goes, good. Okay. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Right? So it's like you kind of, I kind of, it's like a probing question. It's like it's not a full-blown approach. Yeah. You just said, how's your night? Are you having fun? Yeah. And if she goes, yeah, how about you? Got it. All right. Now I turn towards her, start the conversation. But if she's very brief, it was, it's good, thanks. Okay. 
So it's like if I tell guys to start there, and once you go, wait, this is not that bad. And you start going for a full bone approach. Hey, excuse me, ladies, I'm sorry. What is your name, miss? In front of all her friends. Yeah. That's like the God tier mode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the God tier that, mode. That, that's smart. Yeah, that's a smart way to do it. Yeah, you know, that, 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 that's, that. That, that's what I do sometimes. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of timid. I'm not going to lie, a little timid. Let's go for like a half approach. Okay. And, if, and if she takes the bait, I just reel her in. Well, that's what we used to do back in the early. This is shit I used to do when I was in my 20s, man. Yeah. We, used to do, I used to, we used to do this thing called solo winging. So we yeah. didn't have like a wingman. Yeah. So you had to like you had, you had to walk up to like a group of like four four or five chicks. And you had to That's run, tough. You had to run that shit by yourself, man. Yeah. But the way like this is some old fucking okay. school game right here. Like the way you would do that is you make like you basically turn one of her friends into your wingman. Uh, and and true, like yeah, yeah. one of the ways you one of the ways we used to do it is like you, you say like say this chick over here is the one I actually want. She's super okay. cute, whatever. I, I walk up to the group and the first thing I do is I turn to the friend. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and I'm, like, and I'm like, look, this is really random, but I think your friend is absolutely gorgeous. You cool if I talk to her for five seconds? That's like what I do. She, what, what am I doing? Like she, she feels like the mother hand, like the bitch who's going to cock block you, make her feel fucking special. True. Yeah. She feels, actually she actually feels like important. She's been recognized yeah, as true. like the leader of her of friendship true. circle. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Even though she's not the hottest one, true. she now know, has some validation because I, I went to her. For, and I'm not, not doing it in like a simpy way, but you're doing it like, right. I'm like, I'm, I'm respectfully getting her approval to like hit on her friend. Like, cool. Um, you know, now, now we're in love. You can't cock bleep. You can't cockpit me, right? Yeah. Because we're in love together. We're gonna get married, like that. And you just and, you just, and then you hit on her. You just roll. You roll with it through that yeah, way. Yeah, that's so that's like doing. that's fun, man. Like go, go, that's, that was always super super fun. Hitting up like a group of like five chicks and like just fucking playing that dynamic and winning one girl over. And I think what happens too super fun. when guys experience and you get experience, then you, you tend to figure out the same thing. And 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 that's just like universal laws and universal things. You know, it's just cool, basic though. social. You know skills, and I think that's super important also for like just in general in your life. It's called convergent knowledge. Okay. Ah. When you have two completely different sources coming to the same conclusion. Ah, okay. It's, okay. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's something I look for when I'm learning something. Mm-hmm. It's, a, if you, it's truth. If these two totally, <laughs> a black guy from wherever the fuck you're from. Austria. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, oh yeah, you are Austria, right? Yeah. And a white guy from the redneck Australia yeah. <laughs> have come to a similar conclusion. There's probably something true here. Exactly. <laughs> And the last thing I'll, I'll talk to you guys about is, so there's a very common trope or common thing said online, online amongst the manosphere, talking about how when you're young, you should sacrifice that to make money and build yourself up the most where you can. And they're kind of avoiding women in a way, right? Now, what's your guys' take on kind of avoiding women in your 20s? I think, uh, if you, yeah, if you avoid women, um, you're going to you're gonna have to meet them eventually. Like, you're going to come across them eventually. So why the <laughs> fuck are you putting it off? Like they, so they know it's inevitable that you're gonna meet a girl, right? So it's like, bro, like, why are you putting off till way later when you're out of practice? Um, it, it makes no sense. So I think you should always be, even if you're not, your whole focus is not on women trying to get cold approach or even Tinder, right? When you go out through the world, go say hi to people, go approach, go talk to girls, bro. Like, do not be afraid. Be like, oh no, I can't talk to the girl because I'm focused on my business. I can't talk to the girl at the grocery store because I'm focused on my business. That's like, an what? Excuse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So see, but most of the guys they make those excuses because deep down they're like, dude, if yes, business is important, making money is important, status, all that shit is important, right? But if you're coming across girls and you don't even know how to interact with them, you don't even understand them, then that's a huge issue because later on the road when you have money, guess what? Now it's an even bigger problem because now you have things that you're gonna lose, like. If you don't have money and you're young, it's like, cool, you don't have anything to lose. They're not after your money. Sure. Like, it's like, hey, this girl actually likes me for who I am because I don't have I'm money. Much. I don't have the status, right? So there's less things to worry about. When you have the money, when you have the, the, when the status, you know, when you have the connections, you have to be more safe. You have to be you know, 
a little bit more, yeah, you have to be more cautious, you have to pre-qualify a lot harder. So that's, that's the one thing that I think is uh, interesting with dudes when they say, yeah, I'm gonna put it off till I'm, till I'm older and shit. It's like, dude, what, why? It's a total cop. Yeah, it's a cope, it's a yeah. co it can be a cope. I mean, and it doesn't mean, like you saying, like literally just saying hi to a pretty girl isn't gonna like tank your bottom line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're in the red now. I said hi to a girl. All my, all my suppliers stopped talking to me. I'm fucked. It's not how the world works. You know, I'm gonna die. <laughs> so like it doesn't. You don't, okay, yeah, cool. It doesn't doesn't mean like go to the club like like I did in my twenties. Literally go to the club seven nights a week for like a, for like a year. No, no, no shit. Like every every fucking night. I found the one place in our city that was open on a Monday night, so I could go out seven nights a week okay, okay. for like an entire year straight. Oh, and I fixed the problem I had. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. But, but, for, but for me, it was a pain point. Mm -hmm. It was a struggling pain point. Like, but I do agree. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like it's not going to kill your business by just saying hi to a chick because that, if you like you said, if you just ignore women, your whole twenties, it's going to be a bigger problem. Yes. Yeah. By the time you get to twenty-five or the time you get to thirty, it's going to be an even bigger problem. Right. With like you said, the ramifications are way worse. Yeah, you get a divorce and half half that shit you just spent in your twenties building's yeah. gone. Yeah. So like, it's it's unfortunately you have to do everything at the same. You kind of have to do everything at the same time. Now I would say oh. yeah, look, it's better to like. It's way, way better to spend your, your early years, your 20s, 19, 18, 19, 20, whatever, building skills and building up wealth because it, that is a lot of a longer process. You know, It takes longer to build wealth than it does to like learn a better game here and there, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't, like, don't use that as a cope. Oh, I'm just working on myself, man. I'm building my money, man. Like, fuck chicks. No, bro, you're still frustrated. You still want to get laid. Like, yeah, you still yeah. do. Still so, sex. yeah, you still want to have sex. You're a fucking man. You've got a pair of balls. Yeah. So, don't use that as a cope to never, ever, ever say hi to a pretty girl ever, ever at all just yeah. because you're working on your money right now. And honestly, if you have good girls that you know how to interact with, obviously, and you have good girls on your team, like your ride or dies, it actually helps your business. It gives you more time, more energy because you don't have to be on Tinder. Like, dude, I got girlfriends that really bring over chicks for me. I don't have to worry about Tinder. I don't have to worry about cold approaching any of that shit. It's like, okay, now I have girls. I have that shit covered, right? So being good with women, understanding women, they can actually help you. They also add a lot of peace and that feminine energy to your life that's very healing, yep. which is super important, right? And I think uh, it, it, it will make you more successful, I feel like, if you can block that shit down. It's a good point. That you, that I, and I know you two, I definitely know you two both do this, like utilizing a woman as an asset, yeah. not a liability. Yeah. And that's the dynamic that most guys get wrong with relationships and women, is they use, they think women end up being a liability to them, yeah. especially if yeah, they don't have the shit worse. figured out until later on. That's but if you, if, you can, if you can learn it from an early age, to use, to, not to use them, but to have women in your life who are an asset to you yeah. and help your business, help, help, help. Even if it's as simple as like helping you meal prep. Dude, anything, yeah. it could be anything. Making the bed, doing anything, laundry, anything. less things you have to worry about, bro. Yeah, it's like, okay, that, that, that gives you way more time to focus, time energy to focus on the business too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely, so I'll, I'll say this. I think life is about you know the 80-20 rule, right? You can spend 80% of your time focusing on your business, focusing on your purpose, and then make an hour into hour and a half. Like legit, before this, I was out with a girl for an hour and a half. That's not going to kill my day. Mm -hmm. I can still be productive, yeah. work on things. I think you just have to allocate it properly. Yeah. Where you go, hey, okay, I'm going to give myself one day a week with a girl for an hour and a half, two hours. That's not going to kill you. Yeah. Right? Because also I think talking to girls is like a muscle. If you don't use it, you will lose it. That's mm -hmm. why when guys do coaching calls with me, bro, I've been in a relationship for two years. I just got out. I went to a club last night. I was just, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't talk yeah. to, like, talk. Talking to a girl is like, whoa, like, I'm out the game. And I guarantee that guy, I guarantee while that guy was in a relationship, if he went to the club with his boys, he was getting more attention. 
Oh, probably yeah, would. Yeah, because he got, he's got, he's got that abundant. He's got, he's got the security, the security in the back of his mind. Like, I don't need pussy. Like, I've got a chick at home, and the girls are fucking pinging on that. They're paying attention to that shit. Yeah, one thousand percent. I mean, I've always been a fan of of doing things concurrently. I call it. So basically, you do things at the same time, but like you allocate focus. So you know, when I was young and I was in college, and you know, I was also in scholarship and everything, and building my business at the same time, and I was still figuring out girls. And uh, what I would recommend guys is uh, like, you can always do like two things, in my experience, very well at the same time, right? Mm. So like if you're young, right, I think it's extremely important, for example, if you're at least in some type of competitive sport, because it gives you that competitive mindset, and you train your body, and if you train your body, you train your mind, right? And also, it makes it harder for you to like stray off, right? And at the same time, though, because I always think you can do, do two things very well, you can like start attacking pain points, all right? Can you approach a group of five girls? That's what I did. Like, literally, I was like 16, 17, and I'm meeting my best friend back then. It would be like, okay, boom. Like, we need to get better girls. Like, okay, who's who's a man? All right, here's a group of five chicks. Approach now. And then we were, like, getting these pain points, you know, uh, uh, just basically done and and, and just just curating them. And, And at the same time, I was like, you know, I was doing track. I mean, I still do track, and I was still Austin champion. I was still, like, performing, right? And, you know, I was still going to European championships and everything. And I was getting better with girls. So you can definitely do things concurrently at the same time. True. And I also I also advise guys to, like, get the girl thing um, just fixed as early as possible. Because then, later on, you're not, like, having in the back of your mind, oh, shit, I can't get laid. I'm a loser, you know. Yeah. And then if you're making money, you start, like, wasting money on chicks, you know. You don't know how to, like effectively get girls etc etc and then you're not like focused on wealth like i have some guys like because like they used to be like not good with chicks and now to start making money it's like now that they're just going on dates all the time i'll tell you bro like Mm. you don't need to go on dates all the time just make money but what happened to them was that before they they never got that that pain point just fixed so yeah i would recommend guys like start early you know do some competitive sports Mm. do something that actually like pushes you to achieve stuff and then work out the pain points with the women. And I would say, like, you know, like, if you're, like, around 20, if you have, like, a body count of, like, you know, around 10 to 20, like, you're good. At least you know you can get chicks, yeah. blah, blah. And then, and then later on, it's going to be easier. And you can start also, like, building wealth, doing all that, getting more money. And, and you're just going to be more of a balanced person. Yeah, but I, I definitely think you have to, like, get rid of the women pain points. I would say, like, from, like, 16 on, you can start doing that concurrently with, like, whatever you're doing. You know, for yourself. You made a really interesting point there, which is like, if you if you can learn how to game women when you're broke, yeah. you will be fine. Exactly. For the rest of your life. Yeah. But if you don't learn, if you if you don't learn how to talk to chicks until you've made money, you are going to interact completely differently with women. Yeah. You're gonna try. You're probably gonna try and use your money and leverage and yeah. leverage in some sort of way. Yeah. Be it yeah. with, be it through like fa- taking them to fancy places or showing off your lifestyle or whatever. Yeah. But or if clubbing. you, whatever, right? But if you, if you can learn to like seduce a chick and you have no money and you sleep on a fucking mattress, yeah. you'll be fine exactly. <laughs> for the rest of your life. You ain't gonna have a problem at all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like when I was young, I'll tell you, like I had like my logistics were shit because I was living with my parents. <laughs> I was literally living with my parents. I could I had, z- I had no money, zero. Like I didn't, I didn't even have a job, anything. I just if if I got a hundred dollars, all Prince did was just sprint everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> didn't have a car. No, he just spread it everywhere he went. If I had like hundred dollars, that would like last me like months on end. Because I would just like I would just like plan my dates, how to spend mm. the money, I would like coupon it, da, da, da. Yeah. literally. And, but but use that math degree. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but, but like that I think that alone built my game so so good because I learned how to get girls even in these circumstances. Right? Mm. Like like I, I learned how to like literally I would like, you know, be with a girl, right? And I would like go to her place, right, on the first date, even though I just spent like five euros on the date, right? Go to her place and then fuck her at her place. And that game that I built in those moments, right? It just gets super amplified later on. Yeah. Once you have like the logistics set, everything set. So yeah, learn how to make money before you get rich or before you get wealthy or anything like that. Believe me, learn how to talk to chicks. You said the way around. Excuse me. You said you said learn how to make money before you get rich. You said you mean learn how to talk to chicks. Yeah. Before you get rich. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, okay. I mean, yeah. learn how to talk to chicks before, you get, before you get the money. Well, I think another reason why so many guys are getting turned off by trying to talk to women and understand women is they're like, what's the point? Most of these girls are hoes, which is which is something that a lot of guys are starting to look at. It's like, damn, a lot of these girls are hoes. Is it even worth it? What do you guys think? I mean, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a degenerate. Like, you still want to get, you, you, still, you still want to get your dick sucked, bro. I'm sure you do. Like, every, like, yeah, cool. Obviously, if you're a very, very religious person, you're gonna have like a very, very strict criteria for the girl you're pursuing. Um, I don't think that applies to the average guy, um, especially in America. Uh, you, like, if you're not getting laid, bro, you, it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be a frustration. It's gonna be yeah. a monkey on your back. You're gonna want to occasionally. Scratch that itch. Because what's going to end up happening for the dudes who think, oh, it's not worth it talking to these girls, it's like, you're going to want to get married. You're going to end up wanting to have kids. Exactly. So you have to learn what you don't like in these girls. And yep. sometimes you have to go through all the flavors of the ice cream yep. to know which one you don't like and which ones you like. And I'll tell you what, too. Like, yeah. the game is the same. Yeah. Whether she's a slut or a good girl, they respond to, to the, the same, same shit. They're all emotional. They're, so. all the, it's, it's, it, they're, not, they're all the same, but like, they kind of all are the same. In it just at least in what they emotionally respond to, man. Like people, I've heard people say things like, "Oh, all this red, this red pill game stuff. It doesn't work on the good girls." Yes, it does. <laughs> Sorry, my friend. Like, my, bro, it works really well on good. All over like, the world. My girls man. are good Christian girls. Like, yeah. I'm literally dating a girl who's a pastor's daughter. Really? Like, you th- and it's all this. The only, and the only reason I was able to attract that girl is because I practiced on all these slots in my 20s. Yeah, okay. I knew the I knew the routine, I knew yep. the game, I knew how it worked. Because when you come across these girls, you're gonna know, like, let's say, okay, so you have a standard, you have a list, right? You have your super strict list of your dream girl, your perfect girl, or a good quality girlfriend, right? You're not gonna know what to do yep. when she comes across you. Yep. That's yep. the biggest thing, is like, yeah, you're gonna have to use these girls that are not the perfect girl to one, learn like what you like and don't like, add things to your list of the things that you like and what you like value, right? And so when the girl does come across you, right, you're going to know what to do. You're going to know what to look for, and it's already ready. So that's the one thing is guys, they just think, like, oh, yeah, I'm just not going to talk to girls. I'm just going to, I'm just going to wait for the ones. Like, dude, that, that's not going to happen, bro, because when she comes, you're not going to know what to do. Yeah, because when, when that pretty perfect girl comes along, she's going to go for a player like one of these guys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, she ain't going to go. Unfortunately, she ain't going to go for you. Yeah. You, could be, you could be the perfect, you know, perfect traditional husband. Like, you could be an amazing product. Like we said before, you could be an amazing product, but because you haven't practiced that marketing, she ain't going to pay attention to you, man. Unfortunately, as good as a man as you are, as moral of a man as you are, she's going to ignore your ass. I mean, I mean, think about it, like even in the crypto space, right? Like you got like these crypto coins who are, that are worth billions and billions of dollars worth than more worth than major companies, corporations that have worked for decades just because the marketing is good. 
just because the word out, oh, cool, invest in uh, dog coin, asshole <laughs> coin, asshole. Yeah. Yeah, like just, and then it just blows up. Just billions and billions. Of, it's not, that shouldn't be like a thing. I actually, I actually made money off a coin, kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, actually. But yeah, marketing is super important. Actually, I would, I would actually say marketing is like more important in the business than the product itself. Because at least if you're doing the marketing, you just sell, you sell something. Because people talking about it, you, you might sell something. But if like a great product, but literally zero marketing, it's gonna fail. And it's exactly the same thing with, with guys, I'd say. It was a pleasure speaking to everybody here. Um, I'm uh, Defund Simpin. I'm Prince. I'm Sterling Cooper. I'm Logan DeWong. And uh, thanks for tuning in to our epically based talk about self-improvement, <laughs> RP, all that shit, guys. Epically peace based. Out. All right, peace. That was great. Oh, not, epically. Not, 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 not,